the Lord and what the Lord put in my spirit today. At the beginning of this year, the theme of 2019 was announced the year of God's accomplishment. And we learned that what the Lord declared would not return unto him void, but will accomplish or perform what he had promised. And we've witnessed the same throughout this entire year. The Isaiah writer said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And I look out through the audience and see the miracles that God has performed in our midst. And we're going to talk about it even next week as the Lord's putting in my spirit. And I'm so honored and blessed to have with us today our own Elder Cameron Adams, who's in the house. God has opened so many doors for him. He is now one of the foremost evangelists, ministers in our organization that is preaching beyond just uh, the Pentecostal sins of the world, but he's being tapped into. This is something I said was going to happen. Sometimes you can get discouraged on the way, but it's all about the timing of God. And we are so godly proud of he and his wife. Come on and give God praise for <laughs> Pastor Al. Miracles are happening. Hallelujah. The Lord is accomplishing his word. Ooh, when you didn't think you'd make it. Jesus said, I'm there with you. Open doors that you didn't even know existed. Oh, just wait. I can't wait till next week because I'm going to testify of what the Lord has done for me this week because he's a good God. So, as we conclude this year, 2019, and prepare for the new decade. Somebody shout decade. Yeah. See, we're not just going into a new year. We're stepping into a new decade. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to remind us then with today's message uh, and go with me to 2 Kings. Uh, they're going to put the Living Bible version up. 2 Kings chapter number 7. I'm going to read just two verses in your hearing. I probably will reference the chapter a little later. But the word of the Lord says this. Elisha replied, the Lord says that by this time tomorrow, somebody shout suddenly. Who <laughs> I can get happy off of that. I'm trying to build somebody's faith. It might have been all year, but it only takes one day. <laughs> Elisha says, or replied, the Lord says that by this time tomorrow, two gallons of flour or four gallons of barley grain will be sold in the markets of Samaria for a dollar. The officer assisting the king said, that couldn't happen if the Lord made windows in the sky. 
See, there's doubters. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. But Elisha replied, you will see it happen, but you won't be able to buy any of it. Then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. And all the people said, hey. Today's message is simply entitled, Miracles, Signs, and Wonders. Father, we thank you, God, for your blessing today. Help us now as we share your word. God, deliver someone, save someone. Let someone understand that there is hope yet still, and a miracle is on its way. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, there are many today who even question the very existence of God. Those we call agnostics. And then there are those that even believe that God doesn't exist. Those we call atheists. However, for me, like many of you, we believe in the existence of a supreme being who is our God. Now, please understand. Many believe in a God or even gods, with a small g. However, we serve the almighty God. And even as we learned last week in our weekend event, where the Judaism and the Jewish family still recognize that he is the God of the universe. You see, our God is king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. You see that? Don't miss it. It's not just a phrase, but understand what we're saying. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And he is the God of all gods. When Peter preached the first message after the Holy Ghost fell on the day of Pentecost, recorded in Acts chapter number 2, he identified how Jesus was the supreme one. In Acts chapter 2, verse 22, he says, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know. You see, the Lord uses miracles, signs and wonders to attest to his greatness. Oh, God, help me, Holy Ghost. We just don't serve any God. But he's one who will prove his word that if he sends out a word, it's got to happen. If he's made a promise, it will come to pass. It might not come when you want it, nor when you expect it, but in his time, he knows exactly what he's doing. Stay with me. You see, a miracle is a noun meaning, listen, amazing or wonderful occurrence. 
It comes from the Latin mercurium, which means an object of wonder. That's where we get miracle signs and wonders. Because it actually comes from the Latin meaning of the word miracle. Miracle is an extraordinary event that is manifested or a sign that is made visible by a supernatural intervention in our daily lives. You see, a miracle comes with a divine intervention. I've talked about this on many occasions. You see, when people can do something for you, that's not supernatural. That's not a miracle. But a miracle is when man can't help you. <laughs> Even with all of the wisdom and knowledge of individuals, and listen, I applaud them. But there come instances in a person's life that, 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 that the human knowledge can't help you. Nor your connection. Oh, oh, I know somebody. I don't care who you know. There's some things that who you know won't help you. And then sometimes you think who you know is going to help you. They're really against you. But there's a God who is not moved by others. He stands in his own. What I'm going to do without your thought and your opinion because he's God. When God determines he's going to bless you, he don't need to go into a council meeting. He don't need to have an executive board meeting. He don't need somebody to tell him what, what you did or didn't do. If God pronounces it, it will happen. That's why I need the favor of God in my life. That even when I've slipped, even when I've fallen, even when I've come short, if I can get God's favor and let him know I'm sorry, it matters not what you think. If God says bless, you're blessed. Does anybody need a blessing this morning? I dare you to get God's attention and pronounce a blessing on your life. When man can't do it, God is there for you. Hallelujah. We've had instance after instance. Sister Golden, when people came and were ready for surgery, and when they got in there, the doctor said, wait a minute. What we wanted to do surgery on, we can't find it. It's not there anymore. Miracles still happen. Others may doubt it, but honey, I'm a believer. Now let me share this. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me go off script just a little bit and share this. Sherry, we got to be careful. Where's she at? Oh, there you okay, are. Right, Sherry. <laughs> we got to be careful, listen, that we do not allow others' opinions or thoughts to affect what we know God has done for us. What are you talking about? This is the year of accomplishment. But because God has, you've not recognized what God has done in your life, don't try to come up with me talking about, hey, God ain't did nothing. God has done something. 
and I refuse to allow you to put any ounce of doubt in my mind. I know what God did for me. And just because you have not received or recognized what God's done for you, don't bring that mess to me. This is the year of God's accomplishment. Don't even open your mouth to me. Well, God ain't did nothing for me. Honey, that's you. I know what God's done for me. And I refuse to allow you to even put an ounce of doubt in my spirit. Because I know God has kept his word. You get in a corner with all the other unbelievers and you all testify amongst yourselves. But as for me and my house, we are going to declare what God is done for us. He's been a good God, even in spite of ourselves. Hallelujah. You know when your mother was at death's door and death was trying to get in. God said, not so, and she's living today. Family was trying to get the funeral arrangements together, thinking what's gonna happen. God said, not so, it's not time. Don't let somebody put doubt in your spirit. If God has made you a promise, it will come to pass. I wish I didn't get a praise on that. I use supernatural because it relates to beyond the natural or human experience. That's why the psalmist said, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou hast visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. That's what a little lower than angels. There are angelic beings. Oh, that's why we bless babies. And we charge angels be with this child throughout their entire life. Some people might call me crazy. Go ahead, but I'm a believer. That when we bless automobiles, hallelujah, and we say, God, cover this car and let angels watch over it against all of these crazy drunk drivers, texting drivers, oh, high drivers, marijuana high drivers. Talk about medical, the devil is alive. There are angels. The NIV version said, you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. What are you talking about? When, stay with me, when Satan fell, the scriptures allude that one third of the angels that were in heaven were banished with Satan. See, Satan was at one time uh, an angelic, beautiful uh, uh, angel who was over worship called Lucifer. 
And when he fell, because he wanted to be like the Most High, he was able to persuade one-third of heaven to follow him. That one-third makes up what we call demonic forces or the spirit of evil. You cannot tell me there's not a spirit of evil. It has persuaded, it has uh, 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 performed into our lives and we see the effects of evil every day. More and more we're seeing the acts of evil. That is, every action is promoted by a spirit. So, we have demonic forces and we have angelic forces, which is the spirit of good. Evil versus good. All right? Now, what are you talking about? Because, listen, because they were angelic beings, even demons have power. We read that angels, man was made a little lower than angels or heavenly beings. You've got to understand that even fallen angels got power. And we are less than fallen angels. <sighs> so, so what I am establishing is even fallen angelic beings are superior to man. That's why we call it supernatural. Hear me. Hear me, when you see instances where it appears as if something is floating in the air, or uh, we call it like uh, ghost stories, don't, don't, don't discount things that are supernatural because even demonic forces have power. They can make levitation where things seemingly are floating. And, and what you're seeing is not always false. It's real. Now, I'm not trying to scare anybody. Because here's, the, here's, here's, here's what we've got. Greater is he that is what? In me than he that is what? In the world. That even though demonic forces might have power. Because God dwells in me. Every demon has got to bow. Every tongue has got to fess that Jesus is God. That's why I'm not afraid of demonic forces, but you can't play with them. Hallelujah. But you got to know it's not you, it's the God in you that the devils are, fear, are afraid of. No, 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 no. Let me put scripture on it so you can see it in the word. Ah, can I, can I, can I, what'd you say? Run, I'm gonna run with it then. I want you to see in the scripture what I'm talking about. Go to the book of Exodus, chapter number seven. And I'm gonna show you, Dante, that even though demonic forces have powers, we serve a God who is the God of God. And I'm so glad I'm on the winning team. I had some friends trying to text me last night because Ohio State was losing. 
at halftime. And they were trying to say, oh, the Buckeyes are going to fall. Oh, pronouncing all kind of a, a, a doomsday because the Buckeyes were losing. And this was uh, my good friend who, who uh, supports Alabama. And, of course, Alabama's even out the picture. And I don't even see his cousin, uh, 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 his other cousin, Shaw, here in the house with KU. Uh, KU, they really need prayer. Hallelujah. And he tried to tried to pronounce all kind of doomsday for the Ohio State Buckeyes. But at the end, at the end, the, it's, it's, it's who is your daddy? <laughs> Hallelujah! God is the same way. It might look like the devil's winning, but wait till the end. And at the end, you got to ask now, who is your daddy, devil? You did all that woofing, you did all that talking, you did all that shading, but at the end, God will win. And I'm glad I'm on the winning side. It might look like I'm going down, but I'm directing power. Somebody shout glory. Hallelujah. Look at the scripture when Pharaoh shall speak unto you saying, show a miracle for you. Then thou shalt say unto Aaron, take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh and it shall become a serpent. Verse number 10. Moses and Aaron went in under Pharaoh. Listen, I'm going to show you something. They did so as the Lord had commanded and Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, servants and that rod that Aaron had turned into what? A serpent. I'm going to show you something. A snake. I'm going to show you something. Next verse. Then Pharaoh, who is the king, that's just a title, king of Egypt. Pharaoh called his wise men, his sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt, this is in the Bible. They also did in like manner with their Enchant don't play with enchantments. Don't play with Ouija boards. Don't play in these books where they give all kind of enchanting things. Honey, you might call up a demon in your house. It's real. For each one of them, look, they cast down every man his rod, and what happened? They became serpents too. Aaron's wad did what? Even though they were turned into serpents because Aaron represented God, his rod, his serpent ate up all the devil's serpents. I'm glad I'm on Brother Bates. I'm glad, Brother Bates. I'm glad I'm on the winning side. I don't, oh, because when the swallowing is happening, the, I don't want to be swallowed up. So, the God we serve is supreme. There's none that can match him. And as I prepare to conclude, and we look at our text, miracle signs and wonders, we see in 2 Kings a prophetic happening. 
there was a famine in the land. And it gets to basic economics. Anyone who's had economics at all in college, you're seeing a perfect example of what is called supply and demand. There was a demand for uh, uh, food and the supply for food was low. There was not enough to keep up with the demand that people had. It was a famine in the land. And the Bible said that they would even take bird's dung to try to buy some food. And it looked as if things were over, things were gone, people were going to die. But the prophet began to speak what the Lord declared. See, it matters not, it matters not what the doctors uh, 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 forecast or, or, or their pronouncement is. It matter. They didn't know I was going to minister this, but that's why the songs were so in line with the message when they said, I shall not fear. Why should I fear when I have God on my side? The devil will try to plague your mind to think you're getting ready to die, that you're getting ready to get out, that you're going to be cursed, that things are not going to happen. But why should I fear if God is on my side? And, 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 and as we read in our scripture, the prophet said, by this time tomorrow, you're going to see a miracle. Because where there is hardly any bread now, there's going to be an abundance and people are going to be able to, to, to buy it. The demand is going up and you're going to see that, that what you thought was going to be a tragedy is going to turn into a blessing. I'm speaking into somebody's life right now. Hallelujah. Look at somebody say, look for your miracle. I'm sorry, expect your miracle. care what the situation is right now if you can get God to speak into your situation he can turn everything around suddenly somebody saw suddenly that's the miracle this time tomorrow in a 24 hour cycle a miracle is going to happen where they looked like there was nothing, but now you got an abundance. <laughs> don't you fool with God. I don't care what your pocketbook might look like today. You don't know what can happen in a 24 hour cycle. I don't care what pain you're feeling in your body. I, I don't care what the relationship is with your spouse. God is able to work a miracle. By this time tomorrow.
<laughs> Hallelujah. Woo. By this time tomorrow. I said by this time. See, I, you, you, I, I need you to, to trust God. I, I need you to believe God. I, see, somebody is acting by faith that God, I, I don't want my doubt. I don't want my circumstances. I don't want my experience to interfere with what you're getting ready to do in my life. I want to become a walking miracle that I can testify. He's accomplished his word. It was such an impossible situation that the, the king's assistant who waited on him said, what are you talking about? Don't you know we're in a, a famine? Don't you know this is going on? He said, if the Lord being facetious, if the Lord would open up the windows of heaven, this will not happen. Stay away from people who will feed you doubt. Stay away from people who will put in your spirit, it's not going to happen. Hallelujah. See, when you're in need of a miracle, you got to get around folk that are believers. I wish I had somebody to, I wish I had a, a witness. Glory. If everybody in the hospital room and we saw Jesus did it. When you need a miracle, you don't need people in the hospital room talking about, oh, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Get yourself ready. Get out this room. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I believe God. I'm still expecting a miracle and I don't want any doubt. I don't want any doubt. That's why, listen, that's why if somebody's in a coma, you got to be careful what you speak around that person. We have scientific uh, 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 data that people who are in comas can still hear. They cannot react. They can still hear. And you don't think they're even in the room. You think they're gone, but they're just in a position where they cannot hear. And when you got folk all around them, already planted, when mama died, I'm going to take her, I'm gonna take her uh, fur coat. And I want this and I want that. And family members start fighting. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Right while mama's still on the bed. Get out the room. Have you ever had an experience where you're like half sleep, but you're still conscious? <laughs> you're in the bed, eyes are closed, but you still know everything is going on around you and you can't move. Look like the devil's even trying to squeeze life out of you and you're doing everything because you can't move. You're trying, to, you're trying to get somebody's attention, feel like life is leaving you. But if you can just muster, Jesus! Do I have a witness out there? It's like, boom, 
you wake up. This thing is real, saints. And that's the same thing it is with a coma. Be careful of what people is, are feeding you. The man who was the top assistant to the king said facetiously, sarcastically, if the Lord would open up the window of heavens, this won't happen. The prophet heard that. Now that's another lesson. Because sometimes you can say something and put a curse on somebody. Remember the Lord said, what you bind on earth... I'll bind in heaven what you loose on earth. I'll be careful. He stirred up something in Isaiah. And the prophet said, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. But you will not be able to partake of the blessing. And sure enough, 24 hours later, there was an Abundance of food that seemingly came out of nowhere. Folk were stampeding. Y'all know how you get when you get hungry. There was, no, there was no order. People were cutting in line. People were stomping on individuals. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Two things you don't mess with. A person's money and their food. <laughs> If you want to see the other side come out, enchiladas or whatever, be careful. People bombarded. Here's the true story. The word of the Lord came to pass because people stampeded. And the man, the top king, was in the way. And the people stampeded him to death. He saw it, but he couldn't partake. Miracles, signs, and wonders. I'm here to declare God has kept his word. Hallelujah. Don't let anyone try to put anything else in your spirit. It ain't happened to me yet. Things gotten worse for me. Well, I'm I don't want to go some places. But sometimes we bring stuff on ourselves. That has nothing to do with God's intention. But today I'm here to declare we serve a God who is more powerful than any force that is in this world today. Things are going to get worse, saints. We cannot stop the tide of what we're seeing. We can only stand the true word of God. If you've been blessed today, come on and give God praise in the house. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your kindness. We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. Now, Lord, we pray that we will be a believer, knowing that you're not finished yet. Let us be those that testify about this time tomorrow. The Lord did a work in my life. How? Ah, God, let us be one of those that can declare that, God, you kept your word. In Jesus' name, somebody give God praise today. Hallelujah.